This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make a change today, and all business. learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. Hey everyone, welcome back. Glad you could join me today. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, I am here with Josh Hammerling as usual until I fire him. <laughs> you know, you scare my wife every time you say that. Yeah. Like, don't screw this one up. <laughs> John's amazing. Up. You've got a great job. Just don't screw this up. <laughs> don't screw up, Josh. I'm like, come on. Don't screw everything up. <laughs> trying to think of anything you did wrong no you got some good videos we did some good good edits there so Tara you can relax I'm just teasing Josh I like to keep him on his toes pushing him um, we'll just show but, you, how much you know I went to, to a like all of us you know in the economy and inflation I went to a uh, how to fund for college presentation where it's a little bit late I'm like god I should have been you know, you know about these things when your kids are born and life gets, you know, it's always friggin' expensive. My daughter left like, I didn't understand so much of that. I'm like, well, you see how much taxes are and life costs a whole lot of money yeah. and funding school is ridiculous. It just gets me back to, and actually Rogan said it to somebody uh, on his podcast, like, why don't we have universal health care? Why can't we pay for education? Some of these schools, right, Harvard, I mean, even CU, they're like $3.2 billion in whatever that fund is. I can't think of the name that these schools have. And I don't know, you know, the tr- a trust, trust might be wrong, but, and Harvard's has lost like 13 billion with the economy. Yeah. But you're like, they still have how many? I think it was like 64 off the top of my head. Yeah. Like billion dollars. Billion. It just blows my mind what, like, kids are just strapped families are strapped you know people are borrowing against their 401k refinancing their house whatever they're doing taking out loans and all this stuff it's just crazy to me we're supposed to be the greatest country we give billions of dollars and i'm all for global security but we have a real hard time keeping home safe and the greatest country like our kids are financially strapped with giant loans. I don't know why we can't have education built in. We can give, come up with all these billions of dollars to give these countries, but yet our kids are strapped. And the universities are making obviously some freaking money here. And I'm all for making money, but you're like, I mean, a billion dollars, never mind. I mean, God, most small, most small businesses, if they had 10 grand in the bank, would be happy. feeling pretty happy, never yeah. mind a hundred grand. I mean, these these colleges with a billion dollars. Endowments is... Yeah, I mean, endowments, yes. Yeah, that's why you're around, Josh. But it's like... No, you don't see the cost of college while you're in college, right? So there's this four years of just pure happiness. Six years, depending on what you do. Eight, depending if you want to go and get like a doctorate or something, right? But you never see the cost of it while you're there. And then you get out, and then suddenly you realize you've got a thousand dollar a month student loan payment. Yeah. And how many of those people earned a college degree where they're going to earn enough? to be able yeah. to pay a thousand bucks a month, right? 
I mean, it's insane. Yeah, that's why I keep trying to tell my daughter, of like, well, what are you going to do? You're not quite sure how much money it's going to make. And I was even like, hey, you know, that guy said it. It was actually one thing my ex-wife and I walking out. Um, we're both about to say something. I'm like, oh, go ahead. And she said, hey, you know, he did, you know, what about going to community college for a year or two and how much that's just going to lower yeah. where you come out? And my wife, ex-wife was like, what were you going to say? And I'm like, the same exact thing. And I'm like, I don't want to go to community college. You know, like, I mean, you don't have to live here. You could move to Oregon and, you know, get an apartment. I don't want to do, you know, and that seems scary, I think, to her. of Like, go yeah. move somewhere and, you know, get an apartment and get, you know, get a part-time job and go to community college. And Because yeah. I was like, get in-state tuition. And it's just crazy to me that we spend billions on health care. It's crazy. I mean, we've talked about it. it. These corporations are trying to make money. You got scientists trying to make mood, food more addictive and all of these problems. It it just makes me mad. I was like sitting in that thing going, I'm just mad at this country because there's so many things that we, we could fix, but nobody can get together. We just got to go left versus right. Our way is your way. We can't just find a middle road of what actually makes sense. Yeah. It's it blows me away. Money is such a powerful political tool. When you control purse strings, you control the world. Yeah. And that's what we see in government. The other thing is is it's when's the last time you heard about tuition going down? Yeah. When's the last time a college was like, We're gonna reduce your, your tuition this year by ten percent? Yeah. Right? And it, almost every year it costs a little bit more. And here's the other thing, do you wanna be sitting at a really high priced university taking an elective class for eight thousand dollars that semester? Or eight hundred dollars, right? Yeah, that's a big difference, right? Eight hundred dollars yeah. suddenly seems more like it's a better idea, because that's why I did all of my electives in community college and then went to university for two years, which yeah. was still fun. You still get the two-year experience, but now I don't have to spend almost sixty thousand dollars on elective classes. Yeah, because they're just the same thing. It's just English. It's just math. It's just all the basics. Yeah. You should have already had in high school. That's the other thing. When you get to college, they're teaching you stuff you should have already known in high school. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I. It, it just blows me away. Yeah. <laughs> um, why can't we fix it, guys? Why can't... It's like everything else. You know, if we all just got together, they would have to listen. But nobody wants to, you know, quote, stop going to Target. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I've heard it actually this weekend because there is a Target closer than Walmart up in Silverthorne. We're up restocking. Mm-hmm. Um, the condo we decided to block. It wasn't booked. And we're like, you know what? It's not booked now. Let's just make our plans. Let's block it off for Thanksgiving. We'll go up there for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that'll be our plan. So we blocked it off like, you know, whatever, two or three yeah. weeks or so. But it hadn't been booked. We were hoping it would be booked as, you know, trying to make, you know money off this thing and have it it's got to be rented and i told him i'm like i'm not going i'm not going to target i'm not doing it yeah really so you and i was like i don't know i'm like can we just go to dylan and go to walmart there wow and she's like yeah i'm like i'm done with that because what did i hear they hired like some new, I don't know, whatever woke ass position. Yeah. Whatever they said, I forget what inclusion, those. Inclusion, diversity, and uh, the other one. Again, so, Tara, this is why he's here. <laughs> <laughs> college education didn't do much, honestly. <laughs> um, 
that I was like, I'm done with these people. And if we all just stop going, it would hit them really, really hard. Actually, Target did get hit pretty hard by that stuff. Yeah, they, and like maybe not, not maybe not hard enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many people are supporting their base? How many people are like, oh, geez, you know, they're stupid, but I'm going to keep going and just going. I've got to change my routine. It's just like working out or anything that we talk about yeah. here. Of okay, now I got to drive a little bit further. I got to do this. If people make the change, it's kind of the whole Budweiser thing. Well. Okay, great, but they still have all these other brands, uh-huh. you know, and it's where I look at, you know, the gym, like we were talking, we've got a, a guy, Thomas, who's fantastic, um, still trying to play professional football, that's going to do a thing three days a week um, with high school boys for football. He's a great mentor. He works with my stepson, Ethan, great guy. I mean, I hope he, you know, goes pro somewhere. I mean, he's looking yeah. at every, you know, and it, anywhere you can play everything Canada everything great guy but he's gonna do some stuff and I was talking to him about the gym and business and I'm like you know if you decide he's great trainer yeah um really good mentor and the kids like him I'm like you know we have three sides of our gym yeah you know kid you know things are down with adults we still have our kids program we have our fitness program we have our firearms program I'm like being diverse uh-huh. helps uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. Budweiser they're like yeah whatever we still have all these other brands so if we really want to get serious you're like okay where's the list of everything this company owns but it just gets crazy because so many companies and the purse strings and everything of oh and they own Nabisco and they own Pepsi and they own this and they, they own, own that, that. <laughs> but we need to stand up and really make some change in this country and otherwise they just manipulate the food i don't understand why we can't just get together and do what's right for people as a whole it just blows me away so you've got a kid in you've got kids in high school high school age right how often in high school are they telling kids that they have to go to college? Is that still like something that they're I constantly think so. pushing? I, don't, I haven't been there. I don't, I, I don't know if your kids are saying this is what all my the, teachers are saying and stuff like that. You'd have more experience I than I. I think it's been, I think they do. I think that's a, fo- or it's the trend. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think it's been back, you know, it was like, oh, if you're not going to college, you're going to be a loser. And I'm like, hey, I'm going into the trades. I'm going to build houses. I mean, I had a house when I was 21 years old that I effing built. Built, right. But I think they are, and actually the this financial guy said the more expensive the college seems to be the most popular with the kids these days. The very expensive colleges are really trending lately. Again, right? And it can be social media and whatever that it's trend. Like I go to UNC Chapel Hill. I go here. They go right to the, I mean, party schools have always been popular too because they seem like the cool place to go and community college doesn't. So I think it's the same. I think we need to make change and like it's, hey, go. It's like we said, be on track. I think it was last week on the podcast. Hey, these kids aren't great. <laughs> Let's put them on this track. That'd be a better track for that kid. Maybe he doesn't have ADD. Does like he just can't else. sit there and this line of work isn't doing assessment on kids when they're in kindergarten and then I don't know third or fourth grade and like what work to people's strengths and putting them in a box and going you have to do this is the track and now you're like now I've got a thousand dollar payment and I don't like what I did 
right? I don't like what I'm doing or the job I can get. Yeah, so it's crazy. So hey, I wanna take a quick second. We did change the URL for our clearsky.training stuff that you can train online at clearsky.training. You can really support the podcast by going to shop dot clearsky.training and picks up some merch we've got discounted cert pistols we've got t-shirts we've got our prestige lab supplements all there as well as the clear sky knife from dagger and knot you can get that christmas present right now and also shop dot clear sky dot training the trainers right there josh is like giving me hand signals i always think think he's like freaking out and having an epileptic seizure or something oh that's now he's just flipping me off i am not show the day night <laughs> so this thing is awesome and it's a great so christmas present you can get that the link will be on either shop, but it is on shop.clearsky.training. Oh, fantastic. Actually, somebody, who was it? I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Was trying to get it out of my hand the other day. Insane, really. On the ground, and yeah. they're just trying to take it away, trying to take it away. And it the retention on this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That I can keep this thing. Like, just like your pistol, if you're not keeping it, it stinks, and you're losing your weapon. So... It is designed for great retention. You can get this couple different uh, options on the sheath. So that will help you. It is uh, on sale right now on shop.clearsky.training. So we've been watching a lot of uh, surveillance video, you could say, or crime video. I have, man. And I, 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 I watch a lot of the stuff on X. X is a really good place to grab a video for, which sounds crazy, right? Like you never think oh, Twitter. 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 I'm sorry. X. Twitter. Whatever you want to call it, right? But, you know, I follow, like, it sounds corny, but it's called CCTV Idiots. And they pretty much show you people doing stupid stuff on camera, right? Like closed cap or um, closed circuit. And uh, they almost always put shoots on there. It's like somebody getting shot because one, it makes good video. People will flock to it. But as an educational piece, it shows you a lot of what happens before that a shoot happens, right? And that's, a, that's valuable to us because that teaches us what to look for, right? And that's a lot of why I watch it because there's so many of those videos where we can sit there and say, he shouldn't have walked outside of that gun. He shouldn't have reached for it. He shouldn't even have been in that situation, right? And then it comes down to the, a shoot has now happened, who's the bad guy? Yeah. And how often in our training do we go from the good guy in the scenario to suddenly pulling a gun we're not supposed to? I think it's uh, this morning's role, or uh, at least uh, some of the training with the black belts this morning. You saw somebody pull a knife on a non-choke, like a non- Yeah, it's just a simple, it's a headlock. It's just a simple thing, and as I said, if I got called in the court, I'm not going to lie for you. You maybe yeah. you could have had you done an escape, and it wasn't. It was two equally matched people. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to go to weapons there, and people go to weapons way too fast, and that's All what separates us. That's All what I feel like. The track I'm on, you know. Obviously, I'm like I look in our world and train with different people. A lot of times I'm like, I'm just doing my thing. I don't care what other gyms in Castle Rock are doing. This is what we do. Whether they're BJJ, Taekwondo, other martial arts, other Krav Maga, 
this is what we're doing. This is what I'm focusing on. I just want to go home safe in a self-defense scenario. And I want to be legally justified in anything I do. So that separates us. If you're looking for a self-defense, a martial art, so many people flock to BJJ is the most popular thing now. And I'm like, it's fantastic. We borrow from it. What works on the street? I really want to escape and get home safe. Just want to go back to my nice Castle Rock home. I just want to live my existence. But too often people get caught up in trying to go up that level. And they don't know, right? They don't know what they don't know. So they don't know that they can't pull out that knife or they can't pull out that gun in that situation. So the moment you do go to a higher level of force, whoever the person is that may have been attacking you now, they... They take it up a notch, right? And it's, it's it's a crap sandwich, is what yeah. we always say. What bite are we taking? Yeah. But we send people home safe. We want you to be justified in what you do, and that is what we constantly train for. So that's what you get. Drilling and putting people in scenarios, oh, drilling yeah. and getting better. I mean, we had a newer citizen defender, and I like, all right, we're just gonna put a little hands on. We're just two guys in a beef. Yeah. And I, you know, push push him and take a swing at him, and he. Breaks his helmet, draws on me, and shoots. And I'm like, whoa. Hey, dude. You can't shoot me. No. I'm like, it's just a punch. You can't shoot somebody for swinging at you. It's a simple assault. But that's what we do. Like, educate people on self-defense. And we have to, you know, get the stress level up sometimes. That was zero stress. Yeah. Um, It's hard. The stress we tell people all the time. Sometimes you got to just feel it inside of, you know... Is it some monster attacking you? Yeah. Like, how big is this dude? And are you justified? It's a tough road, and you just have to go through those scenarios. I was in a grapple with somebody who was lighter than me, and I got on top of them, and they panicked because they couldn't breathe. So they went to gun. And I was like, well, is you were breathing. You just couldn't breathe as much as you needed because you were tired, you're fatigued. And they, they went for it. At a moment of fatigue, right? Yeah, it's so panic. tough. Like they feel it is, like right. So how do you, I mean? Like that's a really hard one to tell someone. Yeah, it's really hard. People panic all the time when yeah. people are on top of them and they get claustrophobic or they feel like they can't breathe or yeah. just, their fight breathing is terrible. Yeah, that's one of the hardest ones. Yeah. You know what does that video look like? What are the right. witness testimonies right. like? Hey, the guy like he was just on top of him. It's so hard. You feel like you can't breathe and you're gonna die. And you go to guns and you know what the what the video looks like and what the everybody else around says like hey this dude was just on top of him and geez he just shot him and we'll say hey don't you know a trap and roll mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you panic those are tough like you know that feeling inside but it's experiencing that and that's why we do all this yeah. stuff like experiencing somebody taking a swing at you somebody on top of you you know, somebody, you know, being in a mounted position and throwing punches or just lying on you heavy. So you can learn to yeah. deal with those things and not panic yeah. in the fight and, you know, possibly make the wrong decision. It's all like I said to the class today, and that's a gut check for you. Like, how do you feel Yeah. in oh, that yeah. situation? Yeah. Right. Because it's the other one we talked about that the guy complying at a convenience store robbery. Yeah. He's complying, he's complying, he's giving up. And they still shoot him in the head. After he gave him everything. It just kills you. I know, man. And there, there's so much to it. And, and there was another video I was watching. 
two guys are in a dispute over a son's stepson. Oh, that You've seen it, right? Yeah, that was like a year or two years ago. Yeah, it's making the rounds again, but for those of our listening audience, essentially, a guy's asking for his kid. He's not there or whatever. They're not complying. So the stepfather goes in the house to tell the father, I I don't know who's who, but he comes out with a gun. And that right there... stepfather came out with a gun. And it's like... There was, there was no need. The moment he walked away, he went and got a gun. He could have just gone inside and dialed 911, right? There's so many what ifs. But the moment he brought a weapon out, it changed the whole scenario. Yeah. Like everything went went horribly, horribly wrong after that. And then the other guy grabs his weapon after they, they talk yeah, he about made it. A, he made a play for the guy's the weapon. Yeah. After he yelled, Mother effer, I'm going to kill you with that. So, like, this is a crap yeah, who's, sandwich. Who yelled the motherfucker? So, um, it was the guy that wanted the kid. The guy who had the gun came out with it, and the guy, the assailant who came for the, the dad. kid. Yeah, the dad, dad said, I'm going to kill you. Mother effer, give me that gun. I'm going to kill you with it. Yeah, so you're like... So, now there's a threat for the life, and then he makes a play for the gun. I mean, who gets arrested? You, and there's, yeah, the guy coming out with the gun's wrong. Like, the whole yeah. thing was just crap. If yeah, one person just went settle the emotions, right? And that's where people mess up uh, so many times of getting mm-hmm. overexcited, just playing on the emotions and making the wrong decision, and then you wind up in jail because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you let your emotions get the best of you. It's hard stuff. That's that's the stuff you get at Rocky Mountain Self Defense and Fitness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what separates us, like from everybody. From. from I don't know. I won't say everybody. I, I say everybody, say but I'm also your hype man. So, so <laughs> um, there's a lot of good training out there. The uh, kicker on that whole thing, States. though, was is that there was two cell phone angles, which tells you, as a person, no matter where you go now, there's a camera. Oh yeah, it's that. There's a the camera. Other one, uh, there's two bad high school ambushes. You know, not ambushes, but there was a kid in Arizona that got killed, yeah. beaten by what 13 kids. That just yeah. boils my brain. Right. Uh, seeing stuff like that and he was sticking up for his friend and now like they'll stomp him I think we talked about it yeah and it's just crazy. That, I, I believe that was racially motivated that these black kids stomped this white kid don't get us banned on the platforms oh. don't get us banned for that one don't don't speak the truth don't do it John or even question don't say it you don't can't question, question the narrative like, I don't know like 13 of them on one that's but, a you know there was the other one that the kid um, I don't know where it was, but it was two black kids and one kid took a swing at him and the other kid, it was hard to see if he pulled a knife right there. Oh my gosh. Or it went from the hall right into the gym. The gym was only like really? six feet away. The gym door, they got into the gym. And now, but now the kid that took the first swing, his friends are on him. Oh my gosh. So now you're like, okay, where did he draw that knife? One kid died and one kid, you know, went to the hospital. Like, he's justified at what point? point yeah. Not in that first swing, but God, and you look at these things and how fast they happen. And his mom was telling the school and, you know, I, I, it was the, the law of self-defense saying, you know, the mom, like, hey, take the misdemeanor on you brought a knife to school. Yeah. And going, yeah, I used to take a knife to school. I had a pocket knife everywhere. I used a shotgun in my truck. Right. That was. <laughs> We're going shooting after school or it's festive right. season. Well, I'm going hunting. It's deer season. That's it, it, again, this, this everything's society. Changed. Everything's changed. And, and everything. And 
Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's all the crap food that these kids are eating. Who knows? Or the fluoride that's making the frogs gay. Making them dumb. But it happened so fast. Yeah. Happened so fast. And you're like, well, if he drew that knife, but he was obviously new that he, these kids are bullying him, going to jump him, saying stuff, and the mom's doing stuff. At what point? And when you're getting beat down by a group of people, and, and that, like, the kid kind of moved. It's kind of hard, like, even running against a bunch of people. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll say, great, run, but what if they catch you? Yeah. That's a possibility that I don't hear a lot on YouTube. Yeah. And people say, run. Okay, you slow piece of crap. Like, I go, like, I'm now 165 pounds. High school, I was around 185. Mm -hmm. Got up more into the 205s. Like, because it was like, hey, you can either start or not. Do you want to play line? Or do you want to be third string or second string quarterback? Uh, I'd rather gain I'd rather some play. weight. Right. So they're like, you know, try to put on more weight. But I was never also, like, I wasn't first string. Uh, my arm, Mark, we had a better arm. I want to say maybe Mark is not the best running quarterback. But he was a better quarterback overall than I was. But I still wasn't fast, right? I still couldn't be a receiver at that weight. I wasn't other kids faster. Uh-huh. I'm like, what if I get caught? I'm not fast. I, mean, I know from high school, and I'm not the fastest kid on the block here. Yeah. What if you get caught? That's why having, you know, a weapon, you got a gang of people on you. You got no other choice. Yeah. You might get chased down. Right. And sometimes I say, and now you're out of breath. So you're going to stand fight right. now? And you're, <laughs> you're, you're not winded? And again, run people, make distance, Try right? That's your... Breath obligation um, I'm joking but I'm not there you know there's truth in that but it is crazy the, and how fast it happens you can turn your back and run quick. and get caught from behind by these two or three or four yeah. 13 people and what if you got bad knees the older you get like it it hurts some days just to do what we do and yeah. like there's days I'm like ow like things really hurt and I'm gonna go run on this knee right I mean it's I'm trying to preserve the body as I go before I really have to get some work done on some parts. But I, there will be days where I'm like, I don't think I'd be able to outrun anybody, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it, it happens fast. It's, you know, I was telling my teenage class the other day, kind of did a huddle up with them, and they seemed to be pretty engaged with me, which if you know teenagers, sometimes I'm like, I already tell these miss. kids like me. I mean, you've been coming to my yeah. gym for eight years. I feel right. like you hate me. <laughs> we say like five words a year to each other. <laughs> uh, you know, I was telling them about, you know, hey, tell your parents, get the book, make it stick. It's on motor learning. It's going to really help you. If you're going, whether you're going to college or not, it's going to really help you guys prepare and learn and learn more efficiently. So your parents will be super psyched that you're bringing, yeah. like, hey, I want to get this book, yeah. Audible. You know, I think they're going to be happy with you of like, hey, I'd like you to buy me this learning book. They're going to be like, what? Who the hell? Here's you? the money. <laughs> Coach John said I should get it. And I was also, you know, telling them, like, look, guys, it feels like yesterday I was 25. It goes back. And I'm like, look, and you can you can look at me now and say, whatever, man. But the crap you're putting in your body, it's not going to hurt you today or tomorrow. I'm like, in 10 years, your bad diet and the crappy food, 
that you're eating is going to affect you. I'm just going to tell you, and all of a sudden, it's going to be 10 years down the road. Or if, and if you didn't exercise, it's going to be even worse. So I'm telling you guys, it goes fast. Learn, do stuff. Get off of social media, kids. That's the stuff parents get. You know, they get that mentoring as well from our kids' program and our teens' program. Yeah. That they're going to listen to. I said, hey, look, my daughter hardly listens to me sometimes. And it's like, they don't listen to parents like her. Her um, Olympic weightlifting or weightlifting coach um, in high school that she TAs for now in her senior year, you should read comfort prices. I'm like, I told you to read comfort prices two years ago. Yeah. And I told the family to, let's do a, a challenge out of the comfort crisis. And nobody wanted to do it with me, so I did my own. And, you know, my wife's kind of on board with it a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's all time. <laughs> like, yeah, the cold plunge sucks. We, but we don't teach kids any of this stuff. We, like, there's very little, I feel like, that's taught in high school that actually goes with you through life. There are some things that come up, but, the, you know, most of those kids don't even know how to balance the checkbook when they get out or even a, a basic on finances or, or health and nutrition or, or exercise, right? Yeah. They, they, they don't even know card. how the Constitution works most of the time. They don't even know their rights. And it's like we're putting yeah. tons of money into this, billions of dollars in spending every year. And how many, I mean, there was a school in Baltimore where there wasn't a single graduating senior who met the basic reading criteria. Really? They couldn't even read in most cases. And it's like, what are we doing to these poor kids with the disservice in school that they were receiving? I know it was probably a tough section of Baltimore. But still, know? it doesn't matter. Right. Those kids needed more. They needed that more. Basic stuff. If their parents aren't setting the example right. of, here's how you run your finance, forget the checkbook. How do you manage your debit card or your yeah. credit card that you're not $30,000 in credit card debt? Yeah. Like yeah. It's not endless. Nobody's going to bail you out. No. Kind of crap. It's why are we spending time on this stuff? What is actually important in looking at curriculum of just setting our country up? Mm -hmm. I think the greatest country in the world or yeah. maybe in history. I but we do so much wrong. We can be so much better. Because we're almost, we're mid, compared to the world, we're in the middle to the lower part for education. And we spend more on education than most countries have a GDP. It's, it's ridiculous, people. But, you know, our main focus here, self-defense, side project, run for president, but it's... Like, who you, wants it? First you off, know? you would never survive running for president because, one, you tell the truth. Two, you would That's get something done. <laughs> and the last great person, last great Democrat who tried something like that was assassinated. Yeah. So. Well, I've said that multiple times. Yeah. If, if I ran or anything, like, somebody's, they're going to assassinate me from big business. Yeah. To just other politicians, other just crap out there. It's crazy where we're at. It's just really frustrating. It makes you just want to go, all right, let's just move to... There's nowhere else to go, John. There's nowhere else to go. countries are. I mean, it's kind of... Actually, Rogan, you know, you love, I love Cyborg Rogan's like, oh, we're going to have to move to the UK or Europe um, because, right, the stuff that we can do here is crazy. I think it was another thing that I told our teens class. I'm like, look, what are they putting in? So in this 
B12, I think it was off of uh, 10X, yeah. um, Gary Brecka on Joe Rogan. Like we can test things and go, that single dose is gonna cause you problems. We don't look at it like Europe and go, but what is a thousand doses going to do to that person? Sure. We just go, oh, one dose of that. Oh, there's some crappy shit in there. Uh, one dose is fine. Yeah. But what about 10? What about 100? What about 1,000? Yeah. It's crazy that we allow this in the United States where Europe doesn't or like take folic acid out. Why are we doing these things? Why? Like I think um, Russia, it's against the law to modify um, vegetables or grains or whatever yeah. they're doing, right? That You just can't even do it where we're modifying and doing whatever it is and then they make the excuse we need to feed these people and I'm like really it's just usually the big genetic companies that are ag companies that have all the billions that want to try to maximize profit and put out a product because that's that at the end of the day that's all they're there to do is to make a profit off what they sell so if they can make a wheat that grows really really fast right they're gonna do it even though it might come with some side effects. And down the line, that's what I just try to tell people, is look, just eat real food. If you just eat real food, you know, eat meat, poultry, fish. Lots of veggies. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge veggie fan, but... I neither am I, but that's why I make a salsa out of stuff, right? Because then it... But, you know, a little bit there, and you're like... Yeah. Tell me you don't it, like can you grow it? At least that potato is gonna be better than whatever processed crap mm-hmm. in there. That would still be better. Yeah. It's like how the sugar industry um, paid those scientists to demonize what was it? Um, cholesterol or trans like fat something they're demonizing Trans-fans. meat essentially. Yeah. I think it would, like, people still believe it, but they were paid off. And it wasn't even that much money, even in today's standards. And people still cite this study years later. And that's not fact check. Why? Right. Well, the fact check checkers to... will use the, the, the other stuff. Right. Look at this right. bad science. It's such a hard thing for all of us. And that's why, it's, you know, I was uh, with the teens yeah. going, it is so hard out there. I understand. There's so, you're bombarded. There's so much information out there now. It's crazy. There's just so much valuable nutrition and good stuff in meat and vegetables. Like the best, you go eat spinach, you know? I, I, have you ever eaten really bad food and try to exercise? Oh, yeah. And you feel sure. gross. Like, I want to throw up. Yeah. And, but if I, you know, eat... Like bananas and vegetables for breakfast. I usually don't eat a lot of breakfast, but afterwards I go and I I make a meat and a vegetable to go with. I get a protein and I try to get some really good spinach. Is my favorite. Yeah, and I'll eat spinach. But you you feel better after you eat the real food. I mean, yeah. fake food is just that, John. It's fake. It just oh, I know. I mean, it's, you, I, I'm preaching to you, but you already know. And it just blows my mind because when I was in high school, here's the thing. Here's another kicker. When I was in high school, you could go into the lunch line. You could either get the uh, the government. Um, supplied meal, right? Which was just the standard school meal. Or you had the choice of Domino's pizza or Chick-fil-A. And I love both of those. I love pizza. I love Chick-fil-A. But there was a whole generation of kids who had that option, right? 
So they see lunch as an opportunity to eat whatever you want. You can go get pizza and you can eat junk food, right? So what did their kids turn into? Because if the parents think that was okay, now the kids think it's okay. Yeah. And there's like you're talking about a whole new cohort cohort who has no idea about nutrition. Three, four generations. Like my grandpa's big, my great grandpa was big, but you all ate crap. Right. It's not this, oh, my whole family's big bone. Everybody's eating like crap. But it goes to um, you know, we're talking before the show about ex-wives and how you don't like to talk about it. <laughs> don't like to talk about it. I'll talk about my ex-wife occasionally. You're not gonna, you don't want me to talk about it? Like, we're gonna get banned. You know, it's a disagreement. Yeah. You know, she, I think is still vegan. I gave up on it. Oh, that's hard. That, and with the kids, and I was like, it's not real. My argument always, on this is we did not evolve eating this processed Correct. food. We evolved eating real things. Mm-hmm. That was my argument. And then my lawyer told me, you know, dude, you're gonna have to be the best vegan dad you can be. You're just gonna have to support it. And, and this has been years and years, and now the kids are older and kind of making their own decisions. And he's like, dude, you're you're going to go to court on this and it's just a, you know, a big crap sandwich because they're going to bring in the experts and say, this is right. And this way, there's experts on both sides saying this and that. And he's like, you're going to lose. You're just better off supporting your kids than arguing with your ex-wife. And I really felt like it, you know, wasn't, you know, it was just don't like that. Let's do something different than that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So at the end of the day, I was just like, okay, just support it. Do I believe in it? No, I'm going to support it. It sucks. I, I know a lot of vegans, and they're they're very. They can be and it very, works for some people. Yeah. But it doesn't work for everybody. And I just go, you might be okay now, but how are you later? Yeah. You know how you know how's your strength? What's your how's bone density everything? like, especially as we age? And different diets work for different people, but we didn't evolve that way. Eating the soy protein, whatever you know. So I just go back to evolution. Yeah. And I, like, I used to have a lot of vegan friends who say that we evolved not to eat meat. And I always say, bull, you know what? Yeah. Because the greatest evidence of that is your dental arcade. Have you ever heard of the dental arcade, the way yeah. that your, your teeth are structured? Well, we have teeth that are made for an omnivorous diet, meaning that we can eat veggies and we can eat meat. And if you look at the rest of the animals, the animal kingdom, they're almost specialized eaters. Yeah. So if we evolved only eating vegetables, we'd have teeth that would be very much like a larger gorilla, right? Because they're designed, or at least an herbivore, that you've got these flat teeth with just these ridges to grind fiber, right? Or a predator is going to have what we call cutting and slicing teeth, right? But we don't see that. We've got a combination. So we are meant to eat a very broad, diverse diet, which goes back to when we were primitive man, we were hunter-gatherer. We would eat meat when it was available, and we'd be able to eat something else. It's a huge evolutionary advantage. But I'm told now it's evil. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had both, but I think you know that was uh, <laughs> the big turning point in our evolution of you know is eating meat and fire and yeah. cooking it and being able to digest it. I don't really believe it doesn't track that way that we were eating more vegetables than we were eating meat. Highly, I mean, we were probably most likely. Um, eating what was available at the moment, yeah, because right? there was a seasonality to it. I think somebody said, like, if there was a Twinkie tree, primitive man would have been eating the Twinkies. 
but were they, you know, all been fat? And because there was a oh, there was a lot, and of, then saber tooth tigers ate them all, and now we're not even here. I don't know. There's, uh, there's a lot of evidence that a lot of primitive man ate bone marrow, a considerable yeah. amount of bone marrow. In fact, that would have been one of the premier parts. The first thing you want to usually eat or drink, and we see the Inuits do this now, is the blood. Yeah. Because that's the immediate immediate nutrition, right? If you drink the blood, you, it's immediate nutrition. That also purifies the meat because there's no blood left in the meat because you got to get all the blood out of the meat or it spoils. Meat only lasts so long. But bone marrow, on the other hand, you just throw that on the fire. It cooks away. You crack them open. You eat it. I mean, that. We yeah. can see the evidence of that. So, meaning yeah. real. I can get into all that anthropology stuff. Yeah, that's why we have you around. But we are. We're like we're designed for everything. But I'm like we're not designed for this process crap. No, we're not that omnivorous, right? You know, and now like we need protein here and there, and it's like be balanced. You know, if you were if you're afraid, we're like do a balanced diet. But again, now there's a science out there being like you can live off a of processed food. Whatever. Well, this year, maybe, and there's that study you talked about it. Which yeah, the, the food pyramid, there's some other crap out there just saying that you can eat just a yeah. whole processed stuff. And you're like, but what about 10 years down the line? Can you get all your basic nutrition? There's so like many crap. Like, you're eating crap. There's so many preservatives in some of these foods. Like, what does your body do with it? You are what you eat. So when you break down whatever you're eating, it, it, it incorporates into the cells. That is, that's a fact, right? Everything, you are what you eat. So what happens when we start taking in these, these crazy preservatives that never existed before? Some of these forever chemicals that are in the environment in these foods. Because they put a, a forever chemical on a plant, a cow eats it, it's in the beef, then we eat the beef, and now we're stuck with these forever chemicals. Dow just got sued for it, just settled a giant suit over that. Yeah. And that's... How much of that is actually going into processed foods? We never evolved to eat whatever it is that prevents the bacteria or even fungus from growing in a McDonald's hamper. Yeah. We don't even know what it is. We're doing all this chemistry on this food. It's not how we evolved. And that's, you know, that's where I'm at on it. If you, you know, again, maybe, maybe we'll evolve, maybe eventually. But right now, it's not a good thing for us. And I really don't think putting that crap in your body, we're going to evolve that way. Oh, sure. Just take this drug. You'll be fine. So one of the prices... <laughs> we'll do this to counter it. Right. We're going to give you a pill to figure it out. And then we'll give you another pill because you're whatever. <laughs> because of that pill. Let's give you another one because that's doing something to you. Yeah. Why? Why? Primitive man didn't need all these pharmaceuticals and there's wonderful things and save lives. I'm all for it. But there's so much... That yeah. people are just on. It's crazy. I mean, one of the bright spots now is that the dollar menu at McDonald's is almost entirely gone. Do you know how, that it's almost $18 to get a meal at McDonald's now? As a base price with the fries, the drink, and the hamburger, $18. Which means, and McDonald's is actually closing stores around the country because economic times come through, beef gets expensive. Sooner or later, even fast food will not be available for a lot of people because it'll be outside of their outside of their um, socioeconomic status, or at least whatever. Yeah, again, yeah. So what are people gonna eat? I mean, they'll be forced to either go to the store to get vegetables or there's going to be another food source that shows up. What will that be? And the answer I'm is I don't know. Probably some crap. Probably but, even worse, right? But why, as a country, can we not get a food supply that works for everyone. 
that we can, you know, again, it's a little like, geez, now we're gonna do a sliding scale on your yeah. your status. Yeah. Oh, that's a slippery slope, but it should be. We should be able to feed our population to some hot, to some means that's healthy. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but you know, there's gonna be a drive. That's all I said. I'm like, okay, Josh, you're not doing that great. Well, you're gonna pay five bucks for that. Um, let's just say grocery shopping and I'm gonna pay 10 bucks. But you're gonna to have to be pushing it somehow mm-hmm. and picking up the slack some other way. I don't know, you know, what, it, what that stuff exactly looks like. But you can't just be a freeloader. That's, I think, what, you know, so much of our population is just waiting for the free handout. And that they don't, that doesn't last. It's only so long. There's no such thing as free. It just doesn't exist. Something always costs somewhere. It's either your tax dollars or your own personal treasure. And own your own small business and tell me that something is free, right? And it never is. It's always some sort of cost. And it's just not a monetary cost. It's a social cost. It's a health cost. And that's what we get. We're, we're just constantly paying the price. But we've demanded cheap food. We, we Yeah, people want cheap. It's bad. Yeah. It's cheap. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. At what cost? Yeah. That's what, you know, like not all self-defense is the same. Not all fitness classes are the same. How big is the class? Is that, you know, a consideration? How many people are in your class? And, oh, but this place over here is cheaper. I'm going to go over to this martial arts school because they're 20 bucks cheaper or 50 bucks. Whatever it is, like, what are you getting for your money? money? What is the quality? How many people are in the class at that price? And people just look at, oh, it's cheaper. But you got to pay for quality. And some people like, I tell people on boxing gloves. I'm like, look, these gloves are great. This is roll-up windows and cloth interior. It's going to be fine. But now, and they're like, I think they're $69 or $79. Or these are $89 to $99. These are roll-up windows and power steering. And <laughs> they still work. They're, they're better than rolling down your windows. The quality of these gloves are much better. Yeah. You know, what do you want to pay for? And you might figure it out. Like, you're here for a year or two and go, oh, I should buy a better quality glove because I really like training in martial arts. Mm-hmm. Then buy the bigger glove. I totally understand. Like that's why we we don't carry the cheap cheap ones. I tell people like we're not going to carry the the cheap glove that has like a lot of martial arts schools will do, and they'll sell more of them, but they're cheap. The foam's going to break down super yeah. fast. Or the yeah, buy another pair in a year, maybe two. Like if you really use them a lot, they're going to wear maybe out. Maybe six fast. months. I mean, yeah, just depends. Yeah, you know if you're how much you striking bags and actually hitting with those gloves uh, in classes. But there's definitely, all, I don't carry the cheap stuff here. Yeah. yeah and, we but don't. some people do like, I'm going to carry, we're going to get the cheaper gloves. So they sell more of them. That's a part of the martial art. You know, I yeah. hear people like, yeah. I would carry the cheap ones. You know, people end up having to buy more. They break down. I'm like, Hey, do you want, here's a mid range product. Do you yeah. want to buy the cheapy crappy thing? Like, let's get some quality. We're also like, it's quality because if you got the person that's cheap mm-hmm. and not going to buy another pair of gloves, you're like, hey, your gloves are broken down. Now they kind of suck and you're punching me with these crappy gloves mm-hmm. where the foam is just totally degraded. Right, you're, you're People don't under, understand it. Yeah, you're sparring with somebody 
Yeah. It's protecting your hand, but it's also awesome offering some cushioning <laughs> right to the blow on that, on that blow so i mean that's why you developed your own knife you really couldn't find what you wanted to and yeah. there, out there there just wasn't the quality you were after and what you wanted so you're like screw it let's make our own yeah, yeah. and then yeah. next thing we know we've got this yeah, really cool got, knife yeah we've got the clear sky defender made in the united states made yeah. here in colorado so if you're looking for that knife again shop.clearsky.training yeah, that's the site you can get support this <laughs> podcast. Um, I think that's uh, you know, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. I think that's uh, I don't know how long we've been on here for, but sometimes shorter is better. And again, guys, we gotta speak up. I, I don't know. There's so much crap out there, and if we're not willing to make a stand, that we're just sheep getting hurled in for slaughter. There's a lot of crap out there, and we're fighting, you know, quote the man, but slow and steady wins the race. So just like that, we just got to slowly plug away people out there for the cause that is right and what we believe in out there. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm John Hallett, and joined as always by social media producer, gangster Josh Hammerlin. He's out.